Daniel chapter 4, verses 19 through 27. Then Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, was dismayed for a while, and his thoughts alarmed him. The king answered and said, Belteshazzar, let not the dream or interpretation alarm you. Belteshazzar answered and said, My lord, may the dream be for those who hate you and its interpretation for your enemies. The tree you saw, which grew and became strong so that its top reached to heaven and it was visible to the end of the whole earth, whose leaves were beautiful and its fruit abundant and in which was food for which was food for all under which beasts of the field found shade and whose in whose branches the birds of the heavens lived it is you o king who have grown and become strong your greatness has grown and reaches to heaven and your dominion to the ends of the earth and because the king saw a watcher a holy one coming down from heaven and saying chop down the tree and destroy it but leave the stump of its roots in the earth bound with a band of iron and bronze and the tender grass of the field. Let him be wet with the dew of heaven and let his portion be with the beasts of the field till seven periods of time pass over him. This is the interpretation, O king. It is a decree of the Most High, which has come upon my Lord, the king, that you shall be driven from among men and your dwelling place shall be with the beasts of the field. You shall be made to eat grass like an ox, and you shall be wet with the dew of heaven, and seven periods of time shall pass over you till you know that the Most High rules the kingdom of men and gives it to whom he will. And as it was commanded to leave the stump of the roots of the tree, your kingdom shall be confirmed for you from the time that you know the heaven, that heaven rules. Therefore, O king, let my counsel be acceptable to you. Break off your sins by practicing righteousness and your iniquities by showing mercy to the oppressed that there may perhaps be a lengthening of your prosperity. Hmm. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right. So today we have the interpretation from Daniel, a.k.a. Belteshazzar, uh, the interpretation of Nebuchadnezzar's second dream in the book so far. And, you know, it's a, uh, many of us might've seen this coming, especially if you're familiar with the story of Nebuchadnezzar, you know, I, I would imagine um, Nebuchadnezzar, you know, he said he was very alarmed by this dream. You know, I would imagine maybe there was like a hope that this mighty tree that was going to be cut down was, you know, the, the kingdom of one of his enemies or something. And I wonder if all the other guys who were telling him stuff were like, it's going to be terrible for all those other guys. Yeah. Oh, the tree is the Chaldeans. <laughs> he sure. kind of knew. He was like, I know that's not right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Daniel tells him the cold, honest truth today with a great amount of, you know, sympathy and yeah. uh, reverence towards him. Amazing. So, you know, we're, we're in tandem with our Life in Babylon series as we're reading this. And so we should also be keeping an eye on, you know, the way that Daniel relates to Babylon uh, should be a model for us in some ways of how we ought to relate to, uh, you know, our cultural moment that we find ourselves in in America. Um, or, you know, I think everyone who listens to ODR is in America, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. But any internationals, your 
Should uh, you be in Paris? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're recording sovereignties. <laughs> um, but anyways, Jeremy, what are your thoughts on Daniel's interpretation of this dream? Well, I was just um, struck again. We said this yesterday, but you know, you were talking about the 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 connection with like the tree of of life and how this is like a counterfeit like tree of life in a sense. And I was seeing that again a little bit here of just like the imagery of like this tree was providing like it was providing for the birds it was providing for the beasts it was providing for the whole earth you know it was it was it was doing such great things and it even kind of reminds me of genesis 1 like god created all these things he created the heavens the earth he's the true provider of all because he's the true god um he's the only one worthy of worship he is the the great one and anyone else who's great it's because god has made him great mm-hmm. and and we said yesterday that you know one of the things that the tree sounded like was similar to the Tower of Babel. And there's some of these connections that you were talking about with like Babylon and Babel being like in a similar place and all that. And so again, the the thing about Babel that you saw so clearly was pride, right? You Mm -hmm. saw the pride of man Mm -hmm. (laughs) reaching an apex Mm -hmm. and God um, humbling man uh, through his judgments. And so you just, you can't help but see a similar thing, I think, here. Yeah. And what's more prideful than being like, you're basically God who provides for the whole world, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and and in reality, you're not. Mm-hmm. And uh, and 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 it's good to come to face that reality. Um, that's actually the only point of hope for us. Absolutely. Um, but so in, in a sense, there's like as we see in Daniel, there's mercy that he's even showing towards the king. Mm-hmm. And I would say like this vision is, is even a merciful thing of God. Absolutely. But nonetheless, we see, I think, pride, the pride of Nebuchadnezzar being attacked mm-hmm. um, very clearly. Yeah. Well, you know, I have two two main thoughts that are both like decently brief, but I love Daniel's call to action to Nebuchadnezzar here. Therefore, O king, in light of all this, therefore, O king, let my counsel be acceptable to you. Listen mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Break off your sins. That's such a great image. Break off your sins. Mm-hmm by practicing righteousness and and your iniquities break off your iniquities by showing mercy to the oppressed that there may perhaps be a lengthening of your prosperity and just the the commendation there and the language there it, it reminds me of micah 6 8 um which is you know great hobby lobby verse but it, it is one of my favorite verses uh, you know he's told you a man what is good and what does the lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness mm. and to walk humbly with your God. Mm-hmm. So humble yourself before yeah. God and do justice and love kindness or in Daniel's words, practice righteousness and show mercy. Mm-hmm. Very, very similar. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, I'll, I'll go ahead and spoil the story. Nebuchadnezzar is not going to become an oak of righteousness overnight, sadly. <laughs> um, but this this dream that God has given is going to come to pass. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this reminds me of Joseph. And I think we should think back to Joseph in the book of Genesis, mm-hmm. you know, interpreting the dreams of Pharaoh mm-hmm. and yeah, totally. Daniel. So, you know, two wicked kings, they both have these and very prosperous kings, the kings of the greatest empires mm-hmm. in their known world at the yeah. time. And if anyone would have thought that they were God, it should be them. Absolutely. <laughs> and then a Hebrew slave 
who through unlikely circumstances is elevated Mm -hmm. to being the highest counsel to the king. And then, you know, in both of these cases, the, the, the kings have these dreams where basically, uh, to quote for the second time in the series, Johnny Cash, God's going to cut you down. They have these dreams of, you know, a, a God ordained destruction of their kingdom mm-hmm. or, or at least a, like a time of affliction in their mm-hmm. kingdom and destitution. And, you know, these Hebrew men offering wisdom to avoid or push through that. And it to tie this forward to Jesus, you know, there there's a king of Israel who is coming, who all this is pointing to, and all the all the prophecies within Daniel are pointing towards. And the Hebrews really hoped that he would be the one to come and cut down these kingdoms mm-hmm. once and for all. That he would come, he would stand in his own great might, that he would build up the walls of Jerusalem and cut down every other kingdom. And that is what they were hoping for as they shouted, Hosanna, Hosanna, rescue us, rescue us, as Jesus you know, paraded into Jerusalem on the donkey. Mm-hmm. And the ironic, unexpected thing about Jesus is that he actually came to be a, the king who was cut down. Mm-hmm. He actually came to be ruined. Mm-hmm. And of course, to rise again in triumph. And, you know, this is, it's the, it's where God, you know, we, we keep seeing him working in these unexpected ways. And, and Daniel, you know, he's, he's not speaking in the places or in the ways that we would expect or that the Israelites would have hoped that he would speak into their situation. And, you know, we, we see that so much in the story of Christ and, um, and how Christ in a way fulfills this and yet not by wrongdoing of his own, mm-hmm. but to bear the curse mm-hmm. so that all nations, tribes, and tongues mm-hmm. would worship him yeah. and, and come to the father mm-hmm. as beloved sons and daughters. So mm-hmm. you, you have any thoughts on how that kind of ties yeah, forward? I mean, I loved how you just pointed us to Jesus in that and just like even like the tree right like Jesus hung on a tree yeah he he took on he took on the curse of prideful man yeah <laughs> um on the tree Absolutely. and bore it as if it was his own mm-hmm. and um so that we could be saved and mm-hmm. so it's like yeah and it's so it's totally it, it's unexpected mm-hmm. of God to do that mm-hmm. um and and loving and but it's also unexpected and like you said in like the try in the way of triumph mm-hmm. like how to be exalted how to have true power um and justice and righteousness um h- how to end up on top is is totally unexpected and it's as paul says right the foolishness of the cross yeah um because we know from philippians 2 that jesus died he was buried but he was raised and he was exalted like he's exalted now he's the king of kings right mm-hmm. and so the cross is the way of of exaltation of true exaltation mm. um and uh, and but i love this story it, it's it we can't maybe immediately relate to it we might not think because we haven't typically many of us been kings like nebuchadnezzar mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's such a great picture of all pride mm. all the pride of man and the inevitability of god in a sense again that he will judge all of the pride of man 
Mm. Like no, even if a kingdom thinks it's getting away with it, yeah. like we're seeing what God will do. Mm. Um, and he does it with Nebuchadnezzar, but uh, truly none will escape that judgment. Mm. But like on the other side of it, like remember the mercy, like Jesus bore that sin mm. um, for us to be set free, for us to be honored truly in his kingdom. Amen. So let's, let's kill our pride as, as, um, as Daniel says, let's break off our sin. Mm. If you're hearing this today, break off your sin. Yeah. The, the pride of man creates this counterfeit tree of life that mm. is cut down and struck down and humbled before God. But for those who would humble themselves before God, mm-hmm. um, following in the example of Christ, we, we see this invitation in the book of revelation to the final tree of life. And I love how it's described in uh, Revelation 22, it's talking about this river of life, brightest crystal flowing from the throne through the city of God on either side, the tree of life with 12 kinds of fruit yielding its fruit each month. And I love this fruit. Or, sorry, sorry. I love this fruit, man. You got to try it. <laughs> so I, love, <laughs> I love this verse, this phrase. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations no longer will there be anything accursed but the throne of god Mm. and of the lamb will be in it and his servants will worship him so let's go forward in that today for jeremy brooks this is will carlisle we'll see you tomorrow on our daily rhythm thanks for listening to our daily rhythm i'm jason dees one of the pastors of Christ's covenant and our daily rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.